Prayer Boys, back oh. again. F10, double figures. Who would have thought, eh? Go on up. Um, so we've got uh, Breath back in tonight. Um, struggling to get uh, the full band back together at the moment. But uh, we'll get there eventually. Uh, Brad's out meeting some of his old mates. So we've got Brett back in tonight. Um, quick run over. We'll go over last round, uh, including Origin. Uh, Boy Cordner retiring. Uh, we'll speak more on game one, uh, what we'd like, disliked, some surprises and possible changes for game two. Uh, then we'll head into our top three this week and we are doing props. So, uh, yeah, we'll get straight into round 14. Uh, so, started off last Wednesday, New South Wales 50, Queensland 6. Uh, then we went into the NRL round, Manly 50, Cowboys 18, Sharks 19, Penrith 18, Titans 34, Roosters 35, uh, Bunnies 24, too good for the Knights 10. Raiders weren't the faders this week. They held off the Broncos 38-16. Storm had another big win, which took them to the top of the ladder. uh, 42 against New Zealand, 16. Eels had a big win against West Tigers, 40-12. And Dogs, probably the biggest upset of the round, uh, got over the Dragons, 28-6. Got a little bit of stat, actually, for... Uh, Storms obviously went to the top of the ladder after this week's win. I had a look through their games because they've beaten uh, the record for amount of games and how many points that they've scored so far this year. Mm. It's 470-something. It's the most in the modern era. So I had a look back through to see how many points they'd scored in each game. And it turns out eight games this year they've scored over 40. And there's another one that they'd scored over. That's unbelievable. Like that is that is crazy. Yeah, eight eight games out of fourteen, I think it is. They've scored over forty points, and I was, I went back through and I thought, oh, maybe they've just been playing sort of more low um, bottom of the table teams, and they really haven't. They've beaten the Bunnies twice. They've beaten the Roosters. Like they've played some pretty decent. Teams. I think their only two losses this year have been um, Dragons, which no Penrith and uh, Penrith and Parra, yeah. yeah. Which the both like Penrith only got them by two points, and I think Parra was. Remember, Oldham uh, didn't ground the ball game. over the line. Yeah, yeah, um, like right, right at the end. Yeah, yeah. It sounds um, ridiculous to say out loud, but um, they've gone under the radar because everyone's looking at Penny, and mm-hmm. and so Jesus. You know, look out. The thing is with them, though, if you take out Munster or Grant or Harpenhausen hasn't been there, they're fine. I think if you took out Cleary from Penrith, the rest I think they could get by without. But if if they lost Cleary, I I don't think they could win the comp. Well, we've seen that. (laughs) Well, look at yeah, look at the last two weeks. Look, the Storm. I mean, they had pretty much all their players back up this week. And I've put a score on New Zealand, but Pappenhausen's been out for probably a month or so now, and yeah. Hines has done a proper good job. Munster wasn't very good this week yet. Like, I think got, obviously Hughes is there. They've got a lot of New Zealand players in their team, which I think helps. So the um, Bromwich boys are massive. Bromwich People boys, underestimate yeah. how good the Bromwich brothers are, I think. Like, they are such a big 
influence on that team. Yeah, I, th- but, I think uh, I think Cleary's replacement's just a total different right. player to Cleary, man. He's he's he he's a totally different player. I just don't think it suits the the Panthers. Though it just it is, he's, he's not a strong seven. I think no. he was probably. I feel like he was probably a bit of a gun when he, in the younger grades. So like he came up through he with was. Cleary and Luai and all that, and he wasn't like pretty good. But I just don't think like you look at Cleary and Luai sort of excelled their games to the next level and he seems to have just sort of like he's probably good New South Wales Cup seven, yeah. maybe a six. But and he's to be fair to him, he's done a pretty good job coming off the bench and playing sort of that middle role and stuff. But to lead the team around in a team that's been very successful, he's just not he's nowhere close. Like they gave him the foot this week. But yeah, well yeah. So they should, to be honest. Like, I mean, he has been good off the bench for you guys. Uh, I thought he just slot back to the bench. They brought in Mitch Kenny instead. I think Mitch Kenny is a better fourteen, definitely with Coruscant. Um, Reckon he can cover the halves. Um, he probably couldn't cover the halves, which is maybe a little bit. I mean, how many teams yeah. carry a person that can cover the halves? You know what I mean? Well, I mean, worst yeah. case. Worst case scenario, if Cleary goes out, then Lua jumps into seven, then he could probably cover that six role. Yeah. But um yeah, I'm not I'm not too concerned with May being dumped, to be honest. I was oh, pretty he, happy you with could... Burton at six. Yeah, he killed I, it. Like, he was the only points options for you guys. Yeah. Sometimes I probably I think they kind of when May wasn't doing his job, they kind of went to him a little bit too much. because um, he's not the type of player that's gonna lead the park around like Cleary. He has a huge boot on him and stuff, but he's more, definitely more of that running mm. white and sort of 5'8". He's a monster kick. Mm. <sighs> Unbelievable. Big he left he kicks man. it like, he kicks the ball like a fucking, he caught it with the, in bed with his wife or something. It's fucking it's insane. insane. It's insane. But it's something to do with left foot kickers. Something about <clears> them, they, they can contact the ball way better than right footers. I don't know what it is. Um, he also had a big, Win over West Tigers. Probably the best thing that came out of that game was Moses telling Gutho to fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> that was unbelievable. At the time, I was like, "Man, like, what are you like? What are you doing?" But then I heard a uh, interview with um, Arthur after the game, and apparently that's pretty much just how they talk to each other on and off the yeah. field. <laughs> when they're training, on the- they have digs. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. if both of them can take it, then whatever. Mate, that's how they choose to communicate. They're grown men, you know what I mean? Exactly. Scum footy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anything you guys took from the last round? Just oh, look. I think I think like uh, the Titans were about one minute off one of the greatest comebacks of all time. They were about thirty nil down. I was watching the game at home, going "fuck on board." I don't know why I'm watching this game, and it ended up being really good. To be honest, it was a really good comeback. Titans showed unbelievable fight. Um, and Sam Walker, he he looked cooked. He was off, got a injection. Come back on, kick the winning field goal. But um, yeah, I just thought that was a really good comeback to watch this week. I turned that game on on the radio. It's come back from the sunny coast, and as, when, as soon, when I turned it back on, they said I think it was like thirty to six or something like thirty two yeah. six or more. Yeah, and I was like, oh great, like, this is just going to be a shit game. And then it was just it was almost one after the other. It's like Titans score, they get the ball back, and then they charge down the field, and they just kept scoring. And then I think I, I caught the, probably like the last. 10 minutes or so. And, um, I mean, good on Sam Walker to be able to ice that field goal under a little bit of pressure. Yeah. I'm still not completely convinced with him. There's something like, 
He's, he's one of those players. Yeah, he's sort of like yeah. that is right, and he, he probably needs to put on a little bit of size as well. Oh, I mean, he will. I mean, just naturally, he'll put on probably eight, ten kilos over the next four or five years. I mean, well, hopefully. He's only. In, I think uh, he's only in the seventy kilo range. I reckon he needs a uh, shoulder yeah, rico after the yeah, season as well. That's pretty bad. That's not a good start for a young. Huh. He's already. Like had you one. look at you look at yeah. people like Foran, like he was a young bloke coming through was gunned, and then he ends up with God knows how many surgeries he's had on parts of his bodies. That's Sawali in that game. <clears throat> the, the contact he was having on Fafita was really impressive for a seventeen-year-old. He was hitting Fafita hard. Yeah, and I, he, he wasn't getting bumped off. He he, that was what impressed me the most out of everything I've seen from him was him standing up to Fafita and putting shots on. What's um? Is he New South Wales? Yep, Sydney boy. Fuck, fuck's yeah. sake. Yeah, seriously, it's, like I, he is playing above his weight, man. Like he he he, he and he's pretty solid. Like he's not like comparing him to like Reese Walsh, who like Reese Walsh has got all the flair, like a young Benji, but. Suwali, so he hasn't. I don't think he's made many errors like in his games, you know. Like, but he's fucking solid. You wouldn't think he's a seventeen-year-old man. He's he's going. Oh, he's going. The be way he's been man. playing, it's funny because there was all this talk about him before he came in. I guess probably mostly to do with the fact that he was seventeen. They're trying to get the contracts from whatever. Mm. But since he's come in, he hasn't had a lot of like notice on him, and I think that's wise because he's just going out there. Really sticking to his sort of like fundamentals, doing his job, and not yeah, not doing anything too flashy, but also like doing a very good job for, like you said, someone who's like that young is nuts. I think it's because he's been a late inclusion every week. Um, like it, they haven't had the whole week to talk it up. Never again. He's come in on the twenty-one. Yeah. yeah, I think the yeah. most notice I had was for his debut against the Broncos when they said the day before that he was going to come in. But and everyone's focused on uh, on Walker. So. Mm. That's the radar. Walker being in that seven role. Um, yeah, it's definitely taking a lot of pressure on him. Um, speaking of the Roosters, uh, Boyd Cordner retired this week, which is great. I think he's only 28. Um, yeah. 29. Um, obviously, to do with the concussions, kind of goes, I guess people start talking a lot about the NRL rule changes and all that sort of stuff. Arguably, Cordner's concussions come off the back of defence rather than attack. attack yeah, he's not getting knocked out being tackled. He's getting knocked out making tackles, which when you think about it, a lot of those tackles are when they go on low. So it's kind of... Pretty unfortunate. It is. But like you look at um, sort of like the NRLs trying to make this thing about head contact and all that sort of stuff and trying to make players aim lower. Whereas, well, you know, is that, Kobe, is that Kobe Hetherington deserved that send off, mate? <laughs> it was ridiculous. Kobe oh, Hetherington. Didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> worst send off of all time. But anyway. Oh, with, with, with Boyd Cordner, though, the way he's retiring 29, but can you name a player under 30 who's won more? Like, he's won premierships. He's captain Australia. He's captain his club. He's captain his state. Won everything. And he's under 30. I was going to go into that. Yeah, he's won well, three premierships. Well, Captain two, um, Captain New South Wales to series wins. Yeah, it's insane. And he's not the... He hasn't even played 200 games. He's only no. played 183. Yeah. And, I mean, he's been around for 10 years. Which... Like 20 tests, though. How... Yeah. How good's that? Yeah. So, I, I, 
Yeah, he came into the test team kind of new, like young. I can still remember. Really? He was like 20. He, he was in the World Cup in 2013. Yeah, well, he, de- yeah, he debuted 2011. And yeah. yeah, so he was only in the system for two years before he was playing for Australia and, and I think Origin the next year. We uh, played more and, games for Australia than New South Wales. Yeah. and and That's crazy. And deservingly so. He, he was one of those players that just caught your attention straight away as soon as he came on the scene. And, yeah, I don't I don't. My, my earliest memory of him is, uh, do you remember that game? Well, it was that season where Souths and Roosters, they played each other twice, and each game one of them scored a, the yep. winning try right on the siren. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, the, first, yeah. the first one, it was the Roosters, where Minicello scored under the posts, but yep. that that play was set up off a, a a line that he ran and broke through and, and yeah, got, yeah, got yeah. an offload off, and yeah. and he was like brand new back then, and I was like, "Fuck, this kid is a gun." <laughs> That's right. Well, Great that's hole right. runner, like one one of the best hole runners you'll, you'll mm. see. Like he was always in the right spot. It, he was just so good at it, and and, and strong defensively. Always keen to take the shit hit ups too. Like he, um, yeah, you know, like yeah, and and like you know, he's not a Billy Army kick out or fucking, you know, he's not he's not getting an arm free and flowing and throwing flick offloads. But if there's a shit up a shit hit up to be taken, he'd be the first guy to put his hand up. I reckon. Yeah. It was evident in Origin. Like you look at that, especially obviously when he became captain, they call it that captain's captain's knock or that yeah. captain's run. Yeah. And you said about him like not being a kick out is sort of that player where he's probably big enough that he's sort of he'll sort of make that first contact right on the player and then go for an offload or just sort of try and run over him or whatever. Or have that like really late footwork at the line. Whereas like Brett was saying before, Cordner's ability to hit a hole was mm. unbelievable. Yeah, and just that's those... why he was so good with a good half. A uh, good half, he he, he could mm. look at the defensive line, change his line, and if a good half, if a good half is going to throw nut on chest, he's just straight through that line no matter what. So that's oh. why, that's why he works so well at the Roosters, you know, because Pierce can throw a good ball. Like that's why I think that was such a good count. Like, do you remember the JT and Gavin Cooper combo? I always yeah. Yeah, underrated. Yeah. You know, like the Pierce and fucking Cordner combo was pretty good. Him and his prime at the moment would be lethal because he was they, they were he was so effective as a whole runner during probably the period in time where it's been the best defensive structures at all teams ever. Yeah. Um, bring that well, the, the rucks and everything game. was so low, uh, yeah, so, so slow. slow yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. The thing well, he actually he ended up scoring fifty tries, and I was like, for yeah. back row for, for the Roosters, yeah. A, yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's the, the, the thing that the thing that always impressed me too is that, that um, when when you could see a team were out on their feet, you know, himself included, where he he was gassed, he would still call for the ball and take those big hit ups, like uh, you know, like you were saying, those shit hit ups. Um, you never saw him saying no, nah, I'm too fucked and stuff like that. He always was lining up, no, nah, give me the ball, I'll run it, even when he was fucking gassed. And, like, that, that's just ticker. You can't train oh, that. Yeah, 100%. And I'll, I'll, I'll throw someone under the bus here, but David Fafita, as, as fucking talented as that fucker is, you know, he'll go hiding in big games. He won't sometimes want to take that hit up where Cordner, he he, um, he would never, ever do that. Aim. So that's right. That's yeah. yeah, we had a quiet game in Origin. Real quiet. Yeah, big time. I heard someone's I can't remember who it was, and I sort of and I 
definitely agree with Fafita um, to go off subject a little bit. He, if someone sort of goes after him, that's when he sort of starts to go a little bit quiet. Like when he, when someone's like really putting it on him for like a good contest, yep. he'll never really like. And I mean, he's still sort of young, but oh, he's twenty. He doesn't have that sort of. Yeah, he doesn't have that thing in him that like really wants to go after that person mm. that's trying to go after him. Unless it's a Bali nightclub. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look what Pangai Junior did to him earlier in the earlier yeah. In the year. Yeah. Like he's exactly a perfect example. Yeah, mm. yeah. You can keep him real quiet if Ooh. you try and put a few shots on him early. I mean, and, and as good as that was as a Broncos fan, it was really disappointing because that was what you were looking forward to in that game was that TPJ versus Fafita matchup. Yep. And, oh, and yeah. if he stands up, it's unbelievable. He, and he just went straight into his shell. Like, mm. Yeah, yeah. Because he did. He he had a really big game when the Titans flogged the Broncos last time. Yeah. When they lost, he, he was just. What is he? I mean, giving him a bit of shit, but he still ran for over 100 meters in Origin. But he just, you know, he, he is a game breaker, and he's just seen the size of him. He's so big. Um, Crazy big. So, but I mean, he, he did still run for 110 meters, like 110 meters from 15 carries. Yeah. Speaking of uh, game one, we'll get into it. Uh, we're probably going to take up for the majority of uh, our time. It's a pretty big game. Well, we can skip um, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah we can do it. Obviously, nothing to report, really. We'll see. New South Wales obviously got up 50 to 6. Um, I could pr- almost guarantee that no one really saw saw that coming. I think New South Wales, on their team on paper, was arguably probably a little bit stronger than Queensland's. But we also saw that last year, and Queensland obviously came away with the series. Um, start off with you, Brett. Uh, where, like, give us your like, dislike, and surprises from that game. Uh, well, I mean, uh, I said last week that I was really concerned about the edges, um, and that's where really they got tore apart. Um, was was uh, using Capel on the centers. Uh, I think his performances from last year were good. They were a bit overstated. Like people would say, like an all-time performer. He was okay and marking Gutherson from memory. Yeah, um, yeah. I was surprised to see how much emphasis was put on Mitchell and and Tedesco. Uh, sorry, Mitchell and Trebojevic swapping over. Like Trebojevic basically played fullback and attack, and yeah. Tedesco really took a uh, a, a back step yeah. with that. I mean, he still ran for two hundred meters. Had, yeah, yeah. had a really strong game, but yeah, yeah. I think Trevojevic, his performance was was ridiculous. Um, forwards were obviously hurt losing Welch, but um, some big changes need to come in. Uh, I, I don't like the talk of them talking about bringing in that Hammer bloke from up up north. Oh, Fidel Hammer. Yeah, Hammer, Hammer Fidel. Yeah, he's quick. And same for Walsh. Like, there's no point that, that there is a chance that they get a, another flogging with the current rule set. Um, don't bring in these young guys who are going to be in the team for a long term. Um, I'd be looking at bringing in someone like um, Kurt Mann to play right centre. Uh, that's where he's playing at the moment. Even someone like Sebastian Chris um, from the Raiders. Uh, both well, Mann is now playing in the centres, which is great. It's another Dewey situation. I think that's his best position. Uh, that's who. I, that's the change I'll be going on top of the two forwards coming back in uh, Papali'i. And obviously, Welch will get more than four minutes. I feel no like... Call for uh, Will Chambers, mate? I was going to say, yeah, I've heard a lot of people talking about Chambers. Put his hand up. 
Yeah, he, he put his hand up. I don't see it happening. I would rather get Inglis back over from, from England <laughs> and he's just torn his hamstring and I'll I'd still rather get, get him fucking there. choppy close in, mate. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm, I'm not completely like not sold on Chambers coming back in. Like, Looking at the list, look, look, I mean, I, I sent you guys a list of um, Queensland eligible centres that are, that are available at the moment, and it's slim pickings. Um, so, yeah, I'm not like when you look at that list, Will Chambers is one of the best names on it. It has to, if you just give him solid rules, like when you think oh, about his last kick. few, don't yes, that's kick. what I'm saying. Like, he, if you look at his last couple of games. That was his big downfall. Was these ridiculous kicks, sort of that he, I guess, he bought from the Storm system, where it sort of worked a little bit. But just like, he, he, he refuses didn't to get tackled. Hey, like he's just yeah. like, oh, I'm going to get tackled. I'll just put a grubber in. He's had a few absolute nightmares defensively, and that would be a concern. Like, yeah, especially with is that, he going to be any that. worse though? That's the thing. Like, well, I, I just think there's much better options who aren't 47 years old. Like. <laughs> But does yeah, it Kurt Manley's that option? I'm not sorry. Yeah, no, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. He's yeah. one of my most overrated players in the NRL. We gonna, do, do we want to dive in here or stick with the... Oh, yeah. Do you have any more, Brett? Do you have likes, dislikes? Or... Uh, obviously, dislike severely the, the result and the scoreline. But <laughs> um, no, uh, to be expected, Munster and, and Grant. Grant looked dangerous but missed eight tackles, uh, but both coming back from a month off. Um, they can well, they can't get any worse, but they, obviously, hopefully, everyone will be better. Come game two. Right, Soxie, what are yours? Likes, dislikes, surprises? Um, okay, so I'm, I'll put the caveat on my likes. I'm saying this as a footy fan, not as a Queensland fan. Um, Tommy Turbo, fucking what a pleasure to watch that. I mean, you know, I, I mean, it was the only thing, even as a Queensland fan, um, you couldn't help but stand up and Applaud, you know, like that was a performance and a half. Um, yeah, what was it? A hat trick, um, try assist, fucking roundabout, you know, a, a marathon. <laughs> Eight try involvements, yeah. Yeah, it was just around the ball, wasn't he? Yeah, and and like I said, it was just and it, it's it's just sort of like a cherry on top for his season so far. Um, it makes makes you. Really, I don't know. Like, I think it's one of those performances that we'll look back in at, at in a couple of years and say, "Fuck, you remember when Turbo just fucking carved up in Townsville?" Like, you know. Yeah, I think so, his whole season would be sort of like that '09 Jared Hayne. Like everyone sort of like he, yeah. Hayne had that great career, but the the year that really stands out for him is that year. Yeah, and I think this is probably Turbo's year to to have that. That's a good comparison. Let's hope that's yeah. the only thing you follow suit. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the other example I thought of was uh, bloody Barber in 2012, which is also another one you don't want to follow in the footsteps of. But, um, <laughs> um, yeah, so dislikes, dislikes, um, probably I, I, I wanted to see the Townsville crowd get more involved. Uh, they, as soon, as soon as we got a, like the, the run of play went, in New South Wales's favour, the the stadium was silent, and I was thinking, "Fuck it, these guys should be just fucking champing at the bit." And and yeah, it, it felt like I mean, you know, I, I 
most of the games I go to uh, at Canberra Stadium and you boys who have been to games down here know that it's a it's dead like when the Raiders aren't winning <laughs> like they it's just dead silent yeah. and that's it's what it's like and it's like yeah. it's origin get the fuck up and start you yeah. know lifting your team up they need it and it all yeah. came off the, it came off the back of a fucking dumb um, moment by Cole Cole Felt where he took out Ado Car uh, when there was absolutely no need to. And, yeah, it's kind of like that felt like it was all downhill from there. He had some brain explosions, didn't he? It was just like it was that overcommitting to not not doing the wrong thing, but I can't even – it's almost like you got too excited. Yeah, I think he he, he was one of those guys that thought – Okay, here's my chance. I've got to show show them what I've got, sort of thing. And I'm yeah, just, like, mate, just do just so say you're right. Too enthusiastic. It's just yeah. like do your job, mate. And, and my last, are you surprised uh, my, though? My, my my last thing is the big surprise for me uh, was Tarek Sims. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I expected. I, I thought that was a dumb call putting him in the team, uh, especially in the run on team. But yeah. fucking well done. Like that was yeah. a great performance. Try assist. <laughs> Like what was that pass? Like that it was, was an offload. It yeah. went thirty meters. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so well done, Terry. Would you keep him in the team? Climb have, back. You have to have to off that performance. I think. Yeah. You can. Yeah. Stand up. What do you mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Likes same as Soxie. I, I I think it was good to see a couple of good debuts for New South Wales, even though it was them. Like I thought, Toho was really really good and. Um, Liam Martin off the bench did exactly what I thought. Um, I honestly, if I'm being honest, I didn't think we were out of the game until maybe we lost Christian Welsh. I thought that was a huge loss, but once we lost that battle in the forwards, and um, once uh, yeah, Tommy and Latrosse had to inject themselves, it just it just couldn't be defended. And to echo what Brett said, our edge defense just had no idea, and um, they didn't know whether to come in, stay back. There, there, there was just no idea. So. A massive, I honestly think that, like, if we fix that, I think we're going to be too bad because, for one, we're, we're here, we're at Suncorp for game two, and um, we'll have Papa Lee back, we'll have Christian Welsh back. Um, Ponga. The, yeah, Ponga, that's another He's back saying. this week. Yeah, there you go. So, I mean, like, yeah, hopefully he comes through injury-free. Um, they say Brimson's in mm-hmm. doubt, so, look, there's a good 14 option for maybe... You know, maybe Hunt. Um, they're talking about Reese Walsh coming in, which I think is I think is pretty dumb. But um, look, I, I I don't think it's over. You know, like I mean, it's a three game series. It's really disappointing to lose and to lose what you know to get fifty point on us is pretty disappointing. And um, yeah, I I don't know. Like I I think the biggest issue is, is the centers. Like I mean, you can't have Capewell out there getting exposed like that. Um, even Xavier Coates, he got exposed too. So I think once they, once they, they sharpen that up, I think we'll be all right, yeah. What are your um, surprises? Yeah. Surprises? Look, honestly, Munster. Like, I thought he was pretty average. I thought he didn't inject himself. And then he starts to get, as you guys know, he gets a little bit, little bit, you know, throw the toys out of the cot when things aren't going his way. I think he needs to keep his head a bit better. And... Mm. I just, yeah, I just think if he can keep his head a bit better, DC needs to help him calm him down, whatever. Um, I don't think Holmes is probably the right option at fullback as well. I think he's a great winger, but I think Ponga, I'm really hoping Ponga flies this weekend and comes to fullback. He's got a bit of X factor to him that 
Holmes might not have. Um, he doesn't yeah. even need to fire. He just needs to get through and not be injured, and he'll be the fullback. Yeah, hundred oh, yeah. percent. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Mine, uh, my liked was New South Wales is uh, New South Wales defence, even though they were up, up by a bunch, sort of like towards the end of that game, but they New South Wales' biggest downfall over as many years back as I can remember were. Queensland always had that thing in in defence, yeah. sometimes with the ball, but mostly in defence, where where they really needed to stand up, they had the ability to do that. Whereas more often than not, sort of post-2005, New South Wales have just never really, like they've had glimpses of it, sort of like I guess it probably won in the series in 2014, but outside of that, they never really showed that real desire, regardless of the result, to defend well, defend your line and do that type of thing. They showed that again on outside of Turbo's shit miss tackle on Capewell. Queensland didn't really look like scoring all night, to be honest. Like their their online defence was very impressive, regard even though they were sort of, especially in the second half, almost scoring at will. They really showed up with their D, and to me, that's just like one of the biggest things in Origin is is your attitude towards the game when you're on the field, and that kind of shows where they're at this year and the attitude and willing to put their bodies on the line, even though they're up by half a ton, they're willing to like really work for each other and make sure that they didn't score right towards the end. Um, my dislike, uh, I know I've spoken about it to death, but, and Davey touched on it a little bit, Munster's attitude when they it's look like, way, yeah. mate, that, like, I know it wasn't like a full-blown soccer kick, but just the act of doing that mm. to Martin when he's on the ground, when Martin didn't even do anything wrong, all he did was put pressure on him when he was kicking the ball and everything about that whole thing was completely fair. But to get up and while Martin's on hands and knees and just put one in his rooms the way that he did it, just like, come on, man. Like, he's got that in him, man. That's, ru- that's rubbish. That is yeah. rubbish. Like, that's just... Just shitty plays like that, it really lets him down. And, like, obviously, he's Queenslander, so I don't care too much. But to have that happen on the Wednesday night and then kind of back it up with a similar sort of thing the very next game, it's like surely, like, start learning some lessons, you know what I mean? It wasn't anything, but it was just just the act of it doing, you know what I mean? Like, you do that in one game and you get fined for it probably don't do anything like that in the next yeah, game. Yeah, you know what I mean? I, I think he needs to get warned about, like, look, um, yeah, we know you didn't kick him full pell because you would have fucking broke his ribs, but if you have any brain explosions, we use lash out. And, like, because he's that – I've also seen him – I've seen him in the play the ball lash out with flying elbows and, you know, when, when he gets dominated, things aren't going his way. He just – he doesn't think and he lashes out when things aren't going his way. The – um whoever it is needs to probably say to him, look, you do that again and we'll find you and we're going to fucking put you on the sideline for a few weeks. So, so I think even Bellamy came out this week and publicly said, well, you've really got to get that shit out of your game because it'll end up at, I don't know. Well, it could cost you a grand thing, final one day or yeah, something. Yeah, that's what I mean. Mate, like something dumb wait, like that could really cost you. He got sin bin twice in the grand final, the, the losing yeah, grand final. He got done yeah. twice. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. for the for, I'm pretty sure one of those things was for that for like lashing out. Yeah, what it was sort of yeah, like that kicking out, thing. Yeah. So I think he raised on me. someone's but face. That's the the judiciary issue. I mean, did you guys see the uh, the other part of Ali, the Eels, where he dropped his knee yeah, on the old yeah. mate's head? You could, he literally kind of missed the first one and then lined himself up and dropped yeah. again, and all he got yeah. was a fine. I mean, yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, that yeah. that should be that's the, the he, stuff that's go. And they're talking about trying to limit the head contact. I think <clears> dropping <throat> your knee on a bloke's head might not be the best for it. What but I found should interesting be minimum is three that, weeks. What I found interesting out of that was the very play before that was um, I can't remember exactly who it was, but it was the someone from the opposing team, like sort of wasn't a punch, but like. Yeah. Went with like a closed fist on the face, kind of skimmed off with that. So went with the elbow, mm. and that's sort of how they got the ball back. And then Pop Lee did that. So, but the first guy didn't get anything. Like they, they looked at it, said, "No, it's like nothing, it's nothing, so nothing wrong here." And then, granted, like Pop Lee, that was <clears> stupid, <throat> and he definitely deserved sort of what he got. Yeah. But how's that? Like how's a has a knee different to a fist? Yeah, it's so inconsistent still. And and all you gotta do is look at and and like I said, my, my prediction for origin came true, no sin bins. So and I I, I give Jared Sutton um shit all the time, but very well refed game it was. Very, very and, well refed. And, yeah. yeah, it was good. But but then and then I think fuck yeah, we're turning a corner here. And then we see Kobe Hetherington set off against the Raiders for yeah. basically just being in the right spot and um a dude lands on him. <laughs> like when you look sh- at the Gold Coast game, the Proctor yeah. doesn't get sent off because the referee goes, Oh no, Manu got up, Manu stood up. Yeah. That's the big issue. If you guys um I watched I watched three sixty and um Oh, fuck with the other Fox show, the Savo. And yeah, you're right. Because the referee said, oh, no, he's up. He's up to Manu. And Manu got smashed by Proctor and didn't lay down, didn't make the most of it. So it seems like they're unintentionally maybe looking at the the injury of what's happening, like rather than in context. Because in context, Kobe Hetherington was just, just making a normal tackle. He got ankle tapped by Tyson Campbell and midair and fell yeah. into his shoulder and, and, then, and then he laid down and he ended up going off a HIA and then I think the ref went well shit fuck if you're going off for HIA it looks pretty bad he's lying down for a while send him off where, where Manu got clocked got straight back up tough as and the ref was just like oh that's the problem the, the thing with the Hedrington he just went on report the thing with they're the Hedrington one what's happened they're not reacting to, mm. like Dave said, they're not reacting to the act. They're reacting to what happens after yeah. the act. But the thing with the Hetherington to one too is that, yeah, I mean, if if you do feel like, okay, we're going to have to do something reluctantly here, fucking bin at most. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Send off. Come on. But if the ref's going to start start sin binning, sending off with, with what's happening with the play that got hit, guess what the game's going to fucking turn into? And trust me, I know because I watch a lot of it. It's going to be soccer. It's going to 100%. Do you know what pisses me off like that? Do you remember that one two weeks ago? um, Dane Laurie. Is that Dane Laurie? Laurie laid down and then started smiling. Fuck, that pissed me off, man. That pissed me off so much. It is such an easy thing. He just laid down. He just laid down and then got up and he's laughing and jumping around. Originally, they said, originally, if they said, 
when all this uh, head contact stuff came out, they said, well, not head contact, the HIA stuff. They said if a player gets hit in the head and they lay motionless on the ground, without question, they go and do a HIA test. Yeah, they'll say that on 360 is the rules. They're doing that all the time now. You look at that Dane Laurie... Um, Hetherington, is it Hetherington that's at the board? Yeah, yeah, Jack, yeah. Jack, yeah. Jack, Jack Hetherington. Yeah. He did exactly I, the same I thing. Love, I love the, I loved how they called him out on the field about that too. Yeah, yeah that big, it doesn't big, mean anything mm. though. Like they can do that all they want, but the outcome's still going to be the yeah, same. The rest are still calling the same thing. It's just what happened to that rule of if you lay well, down you, motionless and you get knocked in the head, you have to go get a HIA. They're just that's the easiest thing. That it's because, it's yeah. because if I'm a referee and I see him laying motionless, I don't want to make the wrong call if if the guy's hurt. So you've got to err no, no, in the direction. The, the ref can make uh, that call. It's uh, the doctors on the side of the field that are supposed to review these things. Hang on. So, if, uh, it's, if it's a high tackle, the referee should know that it's a high tackle 99.9 times before the players put onto the ground. Okay. So yeah. if they haven't blown a penalty by the time that they're laying on the ground, then it's not a penalty. If they lay down, trying to get that penalty, if they do not get up, immediate HIA. Absolutely no question. If the referee has to stop, look at them, go, oh, he's not getting, he is unable to stand up right now. That means he has to go off and it can't yeah, be the I, quick two I minute interchange. You guys, the, whole train, test. the trainer does the assessment. Do you guys like so? When Shouldn't the be an assessment field. On, yeah, but that's that's what's happening. That's the current rules. So I'm just playing with what's happening. The no, because goes, that's why like, they have the doctors on the on the sideline. Yeah, they have the doctors, independent doctors that review yeah, every yeah, single. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but, no, but that's right. The, the doctors only look at the footage after the 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 straightaway. Contact. Oh, initially, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. the trainer comes on and goes, "Yeah, mate." Like the trainer can be like, "Lie down." I'll just say you're sweet to go, and that's what's happening. The guys are lying down. Trainer comes out. It happened to. Jack Hetherington happened to Dane Laurie. The trainer came out, did the quick assessment, went, oh, yep, yep, he's good to go. And then the doctor w- will look at that footage after 10, 20 seconds, and they'll look at it and go, well, yeah, he's fine. Yeah, we know he milked the... Do you know what I mean? So there's, there's nothing in place. And Graham Mannersley came out today and said, oh, we're going we're gonna to revisit it. I don't know if you saw it on 360, Brett, but he said, we're going to revisit it, and we're going to... If players are staging, we're going to change the rules for next year. That's what he said. He said yeah. It's not going to be immediate. It's gonna it should be, be right now. It, yeah, well, they changed the rules yeah. right now to make it this yeah. way, so they may as well. Yeah. The trainer tests come uh, generally most of the time are for when they're defending. It's when they hit, they they're not laying down, but you can see a kind of a wobble, and that's when the trainers will try and stop the game, yeah, and, and get the tests in. But if you lay down and it just immediate HIA, and that will stop it immediately. Yeah. Well, that's the reason that they brought it in because they knew that bringing this HIA in because you get the free interchange and all that sort of stuff. Mm. That they they thought, oh, we'll bring that in now, and so it would kind of like stop that laying down stuff. But it's only a free interchange if they're on report. Yeah, that's so, right. Yeah, um, yeah. There was a, you draw? that. Eight? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. If yeah, they go yeah, for, yeah, yeah. even if they go for a HIA, yep. it's yeah. only free interchange if they're on report. Man. But there was a. I thought it was only a free interchange if they didn't come back within fifteen minutes or nah. a certain amount of time. I don't think so. I don't think so. Double check that. Sure. Yeah. Um, like I said on 360, they got an email from uh, I can't remember who, but they the NFL had a problem with um with staging. The NFL had a real bad one in 2015, 2016, and the NFL sent a letter, whatever, out to the, all the teams and said, if you are found staging, we will sanction massive fines. You'll lose draft picks. You'll do like all this type of stuff, and bang, like. 
they stopped them. This this was an immediate fix, not like Graham Manners the NRL going, oh yeah, look, um, we're, we're working on it. We, we, we might change the rule next year. I think it's pretty poor that they won't change it right now because if they don't, it'll just turn into soccer where everyone's tiptoeing around. And didn't they do it? Didn't they have a a rule similar to what you're talking about with the NFL with like EPL or something like that? Someone was telling me that they bought in some rule. You get yeah, well, the staging in the yeah, EPL, yeah, but, yeah. but it's just a matter of proving it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the hard bit. And and then like players will do whatever the fuck they will do to get a game advantage, and then it'll turn into a bunker review system to see if people are staging. The game will just be be so oh, hard yeah. to watch. I think I think if they I think the easy fix is like Brett said, if you deliberately stay down, like it's a mandatory, maybe not 15 minutes, but it's a mandatory look. You're no, that's five the test minutes. length. No, the, the length of the, so the full tests is, yeah, ta- it takes 10 to 15 minutes. I reckon yeah, it takes yeah. to complete the full yeah. test. That's yeah. the thing. If you lay motionless on the ground, you should, uh, uh, that's the rule that they already bought in. They've just been slack mm-hmm. with it. You have to go off yeah. and get a HIA test. That's, if they want to be serious about head injury and all that sort of stuff, like especially with that, um, that Dane Laurie one, he was face down in. Yeah, he on looked the like ground. he was unconscious. Yeah, one hundred percent. And regardless, but, like you can be unconscious and then jump up and act like everything's sweet. That's that's possible thing to happen. Hmm. So there's no n- nothing saying that he should like that he was completely he was okay. But the way that he laid down should indicate that. Like if you're motionless on the ground, especially yeah. face down, you're going for a test. Yeah, if you're incapable of standing up. Yeah, go on. 100%. But it's that policing of it that yeah. is driving. Yeah, well, that's where, they've, that's where they've got to say, you know, well, they've gone that far with the high shots and said, well, bang, everything's going to be fucking penalised. So if if they're going to be that harsh on the shots, then be that harsh on people laying down. Just 100%. Say, yeah. yeah. Anyway, and anyone um, around the game can tell. Anyone around the game can yeah. tell. And, bring in, anyway, bring in anyway I think we may have got a bit sidetracked. So yeah, what, 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 what surprised you in Origin? So, yeah, <laughs> my, um, my surprise was uh, Stocks, you already talked about the officiating. I thought the, the fact that there was no binnings, um, there were definitely high shots through the game that just obviously um, were picked up slash players weren't laying down. One by felt that was ascended. Oh, Max felt lucky. Felt was very lucky, man. Lucky, but I'm 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 kind of glad they didn't do it because it just mm. like that game, albeit very one sided, was like a very tough physical outside of the scoreline. You take the scoreline out of it, it was a pretty good game. Um, so the officiating and the no binning were my surprises. Slash, bloody Latrell, like. He, I don't know whether it's been because he's been playing a fullback and he sort of came into the season a little bit unfit, wasn't looking that great for the South. But I kind of agreed with the fact that he got picked in the centres. Um, he obviously wasn't there last year. and But he came in, I thought, oh, like, I can understand why he's been picked. He's been there before. He has the ability to turn it on. But, gosh. Like, I, I, I absolutely did not expect that from him. I thought that he'd have a like, pretty solid game and yeah. he'd do better than the centres that we had last year. But I, that, um, oh, that when he, um, when he burned coats on the outside, I was just like, what is, like, I just didn't expect that at all. And um, obviously, 
the scoreline was just, just a question close. on that to put to you three guys. Uh, noting you, you remember, you know, he didn't play Origin last year. Uh, the year before, well, he got dropped after game one, didn't he? Yeah, um, and Walker because he had a very poor performance, mm. and we've seen him disappear in big games. Like I think he he I think he was guilty of that in uh, in the grand final even. Yeah. But now you see him turn it on in this fifty to six. Is he a bit of a downhill scare? Well, I was about to say that it is easy to perform when you're up by a lot. But he showed very like he showed early stages of that game. He showed that he was out there yeah. to really have a dig. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, again, like it's pretty easy to keep that sort of confident role going when your team's obviously on fire and you're pro- like who's was he up against Dane Gagai I think on that side yeah Green yeah. switched him like that was some horrible coaching well I would I, who was on the other side who Capewell. Capewell. the Capewell, Capewell plays right edge for club Gagai plays left centre for club so he puts Gagai I, right centre I kind of understand in the sense that like That's Gagai's possible. agility and Possible in defence, like a bit of speed might be better against Latrell. Um, but I think that's I think probably the worst game. Latrell just seen. had Gagaway and Coates. I think they just didn't really combine very well together. No, it was horrendous. They so, kind of Latrell figured it out pretty quickly and just it was, it was horrendous all around. Even even you know the halves, the the fifth tackle options were just not there. I can't understand yeah. why they weren't just peppering. Um, To'o with with high balls when Oates was playing, Coates is playing on him, known for taking fucking hangers. Um, they tried it like once right at the end, and, yeah, and, and it, it worked. Was, yeah, yeah. And then he got the ball to Gagai, but then that awesome defense, defense, yeah, stopped him from getting to the line. Um, but why but, did it take to the seventieth? That's for, what I mean. That's what I mean. Why, why weren't yeah. they doing that every play? You know. Yeah. Oh, I'm concerned with Green's coaching. Yeah, Green might be pretty outdated. I mean, he, he hasn't been effective since the new rules. Like, I mean, he got sacked from the Cowboys. I mean, yeah. the last couple of years, he, I don't think he suits the new style of game. Like, they were trying I've to really structured plays. I thought I was sort of coaching quite bizarre. And I only say it because I kind of noticed in the week or so leading up, like when sort of everyone went into camp, there was a lot of um, like Fletch and Hindy were doing stuff with the New South Wales team, and there was plenty of like media around the New South Wales team and the players and all that sort of stuff. And I was like, it's kind of weird. I haven't really seen or heard too much of Queensland, and it's because he put like this weird ban on. Yeah, media. Um, I was still, I was, yeah, I was listening to like Dobbo on Triple M, I think it was, and he was saying they sort of got like five minutes here and there, but essentially you pretty much shut the camp down to that. And I was like, mm. why would you put so much effort into something so, like, Origin's about that. It's about the build-up. It's about the players sort of being involved in that sort of hype around the game. Like, why would you put so much effort into banning something so kind of, mm. like, ridiculous? It seems like he's just, just his, his attention was sort of, I don't know, a bit I, skewed I think, I like that. I, I think it was just like a rookie coach coming into that that level and 
thinking, okay, this is what I've got to do to get my guys to focus and stuff. I mean, it doesn't work. The guy should know better. He played Origin. Yeah. And, and yeah. like, he's got JT and Billy Slater and Cameron Smith in, in there. Justin Hodges is in there too as well, wasn't he? Um, he was a few years ago. I'm not sure if he's there this year. Yeah, well, I'm not, sure. I'm, not, I'm not sure. But still, he's got all those people who went through that, the most successful era in origin history that should should be giving him the advice and stuff. And, yeah, to me, and I said this to you guys throughout the week, that uh, to me I felt like he tried to coach that like it was an NRL game, not an origin game. I was I mean, about to say my biggest gripe with him was that point exactly was that he had felt and he knew felt had this kickoff where he felt and put it high and whatever. Yeah. The fact that, one, you... Damn. Did that high kick off to start the fucking game? Like, when Thirty you... meters on the first hit. <laughs> mm. I think that's on felt once. I mean, everyone felt said. lands that on the goal line. Look at the 05, a fifteen grand final. That was yeah. on the goal line. Yeah, like, exactly. So he can. I think he just fucked it up. That was just poor but execution. He, but how many times did he want to do it? I, don't, I think yeah. well, he does it every high one. He does. We had a lot of kickoffs. Yeah, I know. I think he almost got a broken foot from kicking it off. But every time he's put it up, we'll catch it on the twenty and. Like the fact that it annoyed me that he just, it just seemed like his tactic was to sort of take the easy option, try and catch New South Wales out rather than doing the hard stuff. And I sort of I heard a few people say, in origin, you want to take the kickoff, you want to have, have that defensive pressure straight at the start of the game, put it deep, get your line up there quick, and just smash him for six tackles. They're going to have to kick out of their own end, get the ball in good field position, start the game well. Whereas yeah. they did the complete they tried to catch New South Wales off guard, which at their level is not going to happen, which I go back to that clubland sort of style coaching. You're not going to catch him out. Tedesco gets the ball in the twenty, sort of is like, oh okay. Takes pretty much the bits of the tackle. Once, gets an early kick. They end up kicking on their like almost in Queensland South. Like that's yeah. a shit start to the game. Yeah. See and but then coaching Repeat a, that one after time and time again. I was just like, come on, man. Like, yeah, origin coaching is, is about is about managing players and attitudes, and mm. and trying to come up with you know shitty little tactic and stuff like that. Even even plays, um, they they tell you like the in the successful Queensland like eight in a row era, Mal Meninga used to say to the players in in camp. Work out your own plays. You know, you guys yeah. are superstars. Work it. You can yeah. work it out together. And they did. You know, they loved that that classic. You know, the out ball in ball play that they just fucking dominated with. I think uh, that says about a little bit about Meninga as well. He, he's yeah, not but exactly, that's the uh, no, but that's the thing. Meninga wasn't put into that. Neil role Henry because, was the coach because, that time. Yeah, but but Meninga was there because he knows what origin's all about. He is, yeah. he epitomizes that and he can lift those guys. And that's what they need. They need that lift. You know, you got bloody Fafita and Fasul Malawi did fuck all in that game one. Um, Tino it, was horrible. He needed to say to he needed to say to Tino, mate, you're my enforcer. You gotta get in these guys' faces. You gotta get some attitude. Fucking give away penalties. I don't give a shit. This that's what Origin's about. Um, and and he and he went like he was bloody you know trying to pick up a kitten or something like that. On on Tino, the- that was my biggest. I, that was my uh, my most disgusted moment 
when he let Cleary just take the ball off him. Like, oh, that was yeah. bad, wasn't it? Like, you just got made look like a bitch by a halfback. Like, yeah. Whereas last year, when last year he's over. there, he's there about to box on with his best mate Payne Haas. Like, yeah. that's what it should be about. Yeah. You look at the successful coaches, especially at that rep level over the years, and I won't say, I say rep level, I probably wouldn't put Bellamy in that rep level, but he sort of, he's coached those sort of higher level teams in grand finals and whatnot. And you look at, the thing that all of those coaches have in common is they don't go there to coach. You look at Brad Fittler, Mal Meninga, Gus Gould, Wayne Bennett, like all those guys, they talk, about, they talk about it openly. They don't go... He's a space cadet. They don't go in there to coach. They go in there to man-manage. That's, that's, that's exactly right. Or you, at that level, you don't need to coach a player on, on how to play the game. They're, yeah. there, they, they're there and they got chosen because they know how to play the game. Yeah. Free, you go free there coach. to... We saw no, that at the Roosters. And, he can't and, coach at all, but he can get yeah. grouped together. But that's it. He's, he's doing that Meninga role. Where he's he's yeah, that exactly origin that, legend yeah. who yeah. can make a team lift. And know, that's, that's where Walters will end up. About and, and put it, bring them together as a team to perform as a team. Not do what Green seems to have done and tried to bring them together and then sort of been like, oh, I've got all these mad tactics that we can use to try and catch them out and hopefully win the game. Like, come on, yeah. Like, that's not, not what it's about. So, so before we get too fucking down this rabbit hole and make a five-hour podcast about game one, um, do we want to just fin- finish up and talk about changes yeah, so, for game two? Yeah, real quick, real quick. Real quick. All right, I'll go. I'll go. I reckon changes is going to be. I think Colfelt will be dropped. Um, maybe Coates. I think there's going to be a dumb call. I think Will Chambers is going to get a bit of a recall. I hope not. Um, but having said that, I think our big ins will be Papali, Chris, and Welsh, uh, and Ponga. Yeah. yeah, and I, th- I, I, I think we'll, I think we'll get it done in game two. I don't think we'll, we'll I don't think we'll, we'll flog, but I think we'll get it done. I think there'll be a little bit of monster sucking, but from Latrell this time. Latrell gets a little bit stroppy when things don't go his way. That's my prediction. Yeah, yeah I, I think Soxie, so too. Soxie. What have you got? Um, yeah, so Pong is in. Uh, I think give Capewell and Gagai another go. Um, if if anything there, um, Gagai may move to a wing, but I don't see that happening unless Coates gets dropped. His defence was shithouse, but... Um, hopefully they can get him to lift this time round. Uh, so he's better like, in attack. He's the defense. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, so the, the halves need to lift. DCE needs to fucking be a captain and actually lead his team instead of sit there with his, you know, fingers in his ears. Um, yeah. Use that fucking tactic. Bomb it to To'o's wing for fuck's sake. Um, yeah. Uh, Tino back to lock, you would think, when Papali'i comes in. Uh, and Hunt, Hunt at 14, bring him in. I agree. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Did you see Brimson defending the front line trying to play hooker? Yeah, it, was, it was dog shit. And, and offhand oh. Gowie, fuck him off. Get Cohen Hesse in, I reckon. Yeah, yeah even, offhand um, Gowie was trash, right? Well, you, you don't need him now that Papali's from- back. Even AJ's delivery for hooker was well, that's so right. bad. It was so bad. Yeah, that's right. Arrow, Arrow will drop to the bench. That's right. And, and Arrow's so good off the bench. Yeah, he is. Yeah. So, so yeah, off and Gowie's gone. Yeah. Um, what do you got, yeah. Brett? Uh, Ponga to one. I'd bring yeah. Kurt Mann to right center. Uh, I'd drop Coates and Felt. Uh, Gagai back to left center. 
uh, Holmes to the wing. The other wing's a tough one. It sucks that Corey Oates is not in first grade. I don't know what's happening between him and Kevy. Sammy's uh, not playing too bad. Sammy cost the Titans a win the other way. Again, I'd be looking at possibly someone like Sebastian Chris. Um, uh, Ronaldo Malalatino. Yeah, I'll, never, I'll say that Ronaldo, man. He's in hot form. I'd, I'd look at him. Um, but yeah, Ben Hunt to 14. Um, Harry Walsh Grant. Another question? Good. No, Walsh, Walsh and Papali back to the front row. Um, um, no, I mean, um, bloody Walsh. Reece Walsh. Walsh. Walsh, yeah. Nah. Oh, on, oh, a wing, on a wing has a possibility. Oh, we moved back to talking about club footy, have we? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, just saying, throw yeah. it out there. Just, throw it, just saying, uh, you know, as an option. I, I would consider him in 2024. Okay. Like, yeah, at no point pick an 18 year old and doing a, uh, a a Jared Mullen to him and, and ruining yeah. him. Uh, well, it could be an Izzy Filia. Well, yeah. Can he? Can we speaking, pick him from Gold which, Yeah, actually, actually in a oh, couple no, of weeks. Like, he's not a like, professional league what about uh, justin olam is justin olam lived in queensland for a ad month or so <laughs> love that in the team uh, uh, like, i like the idea of sebastian i actually like your idea about sebastian chris i think he's been really good yeah yeah no he's played center and wing um, i mean you could look at bring him on the wing um i think felt and coats have to go um felt had a shocker coats yeah, has been coats barely been first grade standard this year like he's the worst defensive winger in the game uh, and he just gives weak carries, um, and they his only positive trait they didn't use. So there's no point having him in the team. Yeah, um, obviously with Ponga coming straight back to the team, he's I think his energy around um, one thing that sort of lacked with Queensland was like how they started their sets. Um, it seemed like um, Val sort of wanted to be that person, but he sort yeah. of he doesn't have he doesn't have a lot of creativity. So sort of no. he's got a strong running game, but that's kind of all that he offers, which yep. he could do from the wing. So I'd probably move him back. Felt is definitely gone one hundred percent. He's yep. I'd probably I'm sort of like leaning towards Coates having a second chance purely because if you use him correctly in attack, he can be very like he can turn the game on its head. Yeah, Defensively, there's still a lot of questions, but I could probably let that slide. With pending the, uh, with suspensions, I think there will be a change against the Wales. I think Crichton will come in for Martin on the bench. Yeah, Crichton's a bit. Uh, oh. I would, against the Wales, I'd probably stick pretty much the same. So Freddie's pretty, Freddie's pretty um, known to stick with the team. Um, mm. Like if there's no reason to drop anyone, 50, I don't think 50, 50 I don't think to 6. Any, I don't think there's many concerns with any New South Wales peoples being um, suspended or anything. I think oh, they're yeah. going to be pretty solid. I, I, I don't think I don't think uh, Crichton brings enough to drop Martin. I think Martin did a very good job. Really, hundred percent. I thought Crichton would be. I think Crichton's your the best available back row for you guys. Like yeah, I'm picking the Australian team. Uh, my left edge is for feeder. Right edge is Crichton. Uh, he's a gun. I, I tend played, to agree. It sounds stupid block. because I tend to agree, but I just you, you a team that puts fifty on. I don't. I don't. Oh yeah, I'm not saying you I'm making I mean? change. Like, I, I, I think that's what it. will happen though. Who, who played um, lock for New South Wales? Yo. Oh yo. Yeah. Um. Do and, you reckon? Pretty good game too. Yeah. Yeah. It's sold. It, man. It was really good. Called it. Yeah. yeah it's um. It, 
I think we could see Crichton come in because um, Murray Murray isn't that edge player um, that he that he was put in. You know, he's put into that role. He's he's better going through the middle, I think. Which I tend to agree with, but I just don't think I don't think Freddie's going to make any changes. Well, I, well, I, I could see, I could see there being a bit of a shuffle around uh, because, yeah, I think, I think Murray was wasted in that game. But he's played when when Bennett puts him on the edge for South, he's always wasted, and everyone's like, put him in the middle. Like, I think the way you can get around that though is just giving him, like, giving him that freedom to sort of come in, push Isaiah to the edge a little bit. He can play back row, so there's mm. they can sort of. Chop and change though when you get if, if, if it was goal, me, I, if it was me, I'd drop Martin and put Crichton straight into the back row, and then probably Murray back Murray to the on bench. the bench. Yeah, come on, at, come on at lock. I mean, or yeah. prop. to be honest, I yeah. wouldn't be mad at it. Like if that's no, yeah. the way that yeah, they want yeah. to go. Yeah, yeah, but but, just, but, but it would be it, it would be rough it. getting dropped after a fifty to six win. Though <laughs> mm. he doesn't deserve it, but it would probably improve the team. Yeah. Do you think? Um, I, I honestly, I love the fact that of Hunt coming back in. Brimson was the biggest waste of the spot on the bench. I love that Hunt comes back in, but I'm probably more inclined to start Hunt at nine and bring um, Hey Grant, Grant off the bench. He What's offers, the word on Marnie? How, how bad is his injury? He won't be ready for no. that. I wouldn't I don't think, think he'll be ready. I he may be ready for bad. game three, though, I reckon. Either, either way, I, would, um, uh, I tend to have <laughs> Harry come off the bench. Like, yeah. you even look in... In the time that he did play at Hooker, he's super. Um, he has that real explosiveness and brings that X factor into a game where you put someone like Ben Hunt that'll do the job for maybe the first twenty minutes until the game sort of like starts to loosen up a bit. Then bring Grant on for that. He has that really good scoot. He's That's probably soft. the most dangerous out of all of them, to be honest. Oh, he, like, he was when on, he had on the Wednesday. Ball. Yeah, he, he looks fucking. He, he was our best. So he, was, uh, he was our best player easily. I just yeah. don't see him being a starting nine, which is crazy because everyone's sort of pinning him already as the next best thing. Yeah. But he just he's just one of those. I won't say unfortunate because I feel like bench players there isn't that sort of stigma around bench players anymore. I think him coming off the bench is where he plays easily his best footy, easily, especially in that that initial stage. You don't want him to get into that grind like Hunt can do that. Hunt can yeah. do that organization. Hunt's actually good at that too. Like, like Hunt's actually good at that too. Uh, hooker for Hunt, I think, takes that pressure off him. It, it, it takes that pressure off him, um, where you know he can be indecisive and stuff. He's got he's a good passer of the ball and that, and so he's yeah, it's a, it's the perfect role for him really. He, he's he, a great he, defender. Great defender has a great gas tank. Yeah. Doesn't get tired. Can, can kick, yeah, can kick, can kick, kick a four to twenty. Like, can Brimson kick forty to? I don't know. Fucking just. Brimson, yeah. 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 Well, it's, it's like the a weirdest idea. It's, it's like we said yeah, in the last. Yeah, either episode. play Brimson fullback or you don't play him at all. Exactly, exactly, exactly right. And it's just I think everyone said that last week. Yeah, yeah. He's just going to miss out. That's all there is to it. Like, he's a great player and everything, but he's just going to miss out. Mm. Yeah, he's the. Scott, he's, he's, he's in a Scott Prince situation where, where you know he's he's, yeah. he's great, but he's just uh, not good enough. To beat the other Boys, guys, we still got to talk. We still, we still got to talk props, eh? Oh yeah. Um, so we'll just go. We'll go quickly through our top three props. Um, I'll start off. I don't think one of that uh, two outlandish. I've gone very sort of nineties heavy for my first two. Um, so I've gone chief, and he's probably um, biggest competitor spud. 
there's something yeah. about those two. They're both tough as shit. That sort of uh, era of prop definitely doesn't exist anymore, um, probably for good reason, given the way they used to go at each other. Um, but I can't go, like, them through sort of like mid to late 90s where, like, it was probably the biggest competition between uh, props in that era and just the toughness of, like, competitiveness, not wanting to take a step back. But then I'll sort of fast forward um, to sort of the 2000s and I went with Petro just because he's probably the most reliable prop getting around, um, took the tough carries, tough as shit, had a pretty good offload in him and, um, yeah, very you remember when we very fucked him off? a very long time. <laughs> We had to Penrith. Yeah, remember we fucked him off to Penrith, and he fucking he, he made that pack so much better down there, man. He walked yeah. it. Well, it, it wasn't in form. Shipped, man. It was because that was back when Bennett refused to pay, pay any money for props. Yeah, yeah. And he, he promised him more money, and then he was like, "Nah." Penrith played over. Penrith ended up playing. But over that was it. Him, but it, made it, him but captain, and he did a good worth job. Worth it. And even when worth we got him back, he was still good. Like when we got yeah. him back, <laughs> yeah. especially at that time. But yeah, longevity for him. Like just that. Um, he was a great. Great prop over a very, very long time, which is very, like, especially in that sort of like late 2000s era, very rare. Mm. Uh, what do you got, Brett? Uh, well, I try to avoid it, but all three minor Broncos. Um, and my fourth option, uh, asking a few more years, Payne Haas is in there. I think he'll be end up being yeah. an elite. Uh, but Petro, uh, for everything you just said, um, just, you know, knocked more people out with his hip than. And yeah, yeah. The comp, like it just <laughs> was brutal. Uh, Shane Webke, um, just absolutely no footballing ability in the world, but just all fuck. He's one close force. And, he's one yeah, close just force. so yeah. just it, just the perfect front rower. Yeah. Uh, apparently, like really smart too. Uh, which yeah, I've heard that. You yeah. watched him play, oh. you that would surprise you. Yeah. Um, and number one is uh, Lazarus. Um, yeah. he was, he was, yeah, he was lingering just outside the three, most skillful prop. There. I think you, you'll, you'll see, even like he, he'd suit today's game, though they'd have him at lock oh, at the moment. He's just such ball. a, he, um, he, he's also the, the only, in the history of rugby league. Just he's a, he's just, a oh man, he used to just stand, stand upright and just drop it on the ground and step over it. He wouldn't even stand upright, he'd yeah. got a 45 degree angle um, falling over it, just throw the ball behind. Just a, just a quick yes. stat on Lazarus, he remains today, I believe, the um. The only player that's won a premiership with three different clubs. Yeah. And and now he's into like and one nation politics or something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's Palmer right, United. Yeah. Three, that, three yeah, premierships into a pro- prime minister. Remember that Anzac mm. test we went to and he was sitting in front of us at the. At the oh, yeah. <laughs> at some point, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. What do you got? What do you got, Soxie? Yeah, um, I got two obvious ones, and I decided to pick a maybe a bit of a smoky. Um, yeah, Petro and Webke uh, don't need to say anything else except Webke, tough man, uh, can't fight for shit. But um, but he played the two thousand grand final with a broken arm and, and like, a cast on man. Yeah, he had he had his arm in a cast, and like that's tough man. Um, and so, anyway, I won't I won't harp on those two like I would most weeks. But um, my third one that's a bit of a smoky, uh, Ruben Wiki. Um, oh yeah, um, started centre, I think. 
Yeah, did. started at centre at the Raiders, yeah, and, and became, like, one of the best props in the game. And, yeah, so... Oh, my God, that, that one thing about uh, Wiki, I, can't, I wish I could remember who it was, but he took that hit up off a kickoff. And oh, it was a, um, a oh, my God. It was Sol- oh. Soliola, man, I'm pretty sure. Soliola, that's playing for Canberra. That's playing for but Canberra But just pumped it. I think it was, yeah. actually, yeah. Yeah, that was. run was Sol- probably Sol- probably used to be one of the best man. runs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was it was one of the best kickoff returns I think I've ever seen. Outside of yeah. that one where Spud and um, Chief collided, he just fucked it up. But yeah. yeah, I do love Soliola too. Yeah, Sando, what do you um, got? Yeah, look, fuck, might have already been said. Um, Webkey, probably my favorite prop of all time. Um, Lazo, um, but I got a couple of Smokies, and I honestly the t- and. Two that were really close was one was Matt Scott. I really like Matt Scott when he was oh, yeah. in yeah, the front. Yeah. He's a yeah. fucking good prop. And the other one, honestly, like I, I fucking really, I really wish Broncos saw him was James Graham. I fucking was a huge fan of James Graham. Oh, yeah, got, yeah, true. He, he was one of the props that, that really like turned into a bit of a ball player, but he also got through the shit and he had a bit of, you know, I like a bit of grub in my, my players. Like he had a bit of grub and like he would do any, he was such a good oh, player. Oh, yeah, mate, did, did, did the Mike Tyson on Billy yeah, Slater? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. If if there was one prop, if there was a question to say who's one player, like, and actually that'd be a good. Just while we're on this, that'd be a good. Um, like na- name a team like of, of players that you you wish your club signed. He'd be my number one. Number one prop I wish Broncos would sign would have been James. Just Graham. so tough, man. Like, he was that. I say I talk about the um, like Chief and Spud sort of that era of of prop sort of doesn't exist anymore. But yeah. if there was one person, or maybe two, I'd probably give it to Webkey as well, but sort of especially like in the later years, James Graham fits that. Yeah. Like he, I mean, he, you slot him into a 90s team of whichever team yeah. in the 90s and he's he fits right in, yeah. It, it, it's funny. You see the props these days, like your Jesse Bromwiches, your Payne Houses, and like they're great, but they don't compare to those. It's different, man. Actually, another another proper just fucking came to my head. Sam Burgess, mate. Like, I, you yeah. know, like, he, just a, a tough fucking... How much prop did he play, though? Like, he'll he didn't play lock. that much prop. Lock or second row. Yeah, he, he was yeah. lock a lot, which was back in George those days. Was basically <laughs> third prop. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm talking when he's first come through. Um, But, yeah, that toughness, mate. Like, I, I've been watching a bit of 90s game on KO lately. Like, Sam, oh, mate. Fucking, oi, who was that prop? Is it Ian Roberts, man? Yeah, oh, mate. Oh, Dude, he was awesome. People still Mate, talk about him as being so one of, okay. one of, if not the toughest per- person of that era to play the game. It's so which is fucking crazy, aggressive, just man. Insane, man. Watching a game the other yeah. day and just his intent with the ball and and, and in defence. I, I remember watching it like going, I I would be shitting myself, man. Like he was. How crazy! With I was talking to my uncle just about the other day about the body types. Like you look at the scary people of like MG and Ian Roberts mm. and that sort of stuff. Like they were the the big kind of aggressive, scary guys. They were tall, but oh, just like hundred yeah. kilo ring and wet. Like they didn't have like yeah. they weren't yeah. built. What about, our, uh, what about some of the rigs on the guys back then? Marty Bella, man, fucking monster, Tuki. <laughs> Oh, Mark Tukey, Tukey. Oh. they're just disgusting. disgusting. Like yeah. Triggs, but tough. George Rose. Yeah, George Rose. That's a more Jeez, recent that one. That dude. Yeah. Oh, he was uh, fit, though, like for Tronk. some reason. Tronk. Who's that um, Who's that bloke that went from Broncos to the Titans? He's oh, real. Oh, and I think he's got 50 of them. 
Oh, no, Brad Myers? No, no, he's, no, he's at the Rabbits. He had that. He's, oh, I've really retired the fella. He's massive Wayne, now, though. Wayne Bennett? No, no, no he's, he's fat as. Oh, he's at the Broncos. Oh, yeah. Dave Taylor. Dave Taylor. <laughs> Dave Taylor. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Have you seen him lately? Yeah, he is. He is so fat. It's he is one he's of the most. He got by Aaron Mullen, remember? Oh, yeah. I did too. That's right, yeah. To be fair, though. Probably yeah, warranted. Oh, yeah, he's been fucking Motherfucker in a good paddock. It's insane. And probably still carving up local A-grade. Yeah. I, I think he actually is. Say, I think yeah. I'm pretty sure he's playing. Yeah. Probably playing yeah, six, too. Yeah, yeah just when, like he, when, when, he's not, when he's not sniffing toilet seats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, boys, uh, we'll wrap it up pretty much now. We're just going to uh, round 15 tips. Uh, so we first got on... Thursday, we've got uh, Broncos, Rabbits, Brett. Ouch. Rabbits by a sexual assault. <laughs> Dave? <laughs> um, yeah, Rabbits, um, 15 plus, easily. Soxy? Yeah, cut. Bunnies. Anyone out there listening? Bunnies too, I think. They're, they're really getting to show a little bit of form lately. I think they're having a bit of a run towards the end of the year. That left uh, yeah, Broncos are going showing going some to... form too. It's, it's all bad. <sighs> Broncos got four, four Bronco, nonetheless. Can you imagine that left edge playing, um, against the Broncos' right edge? Oh, it's going to be horrible. It is sunk up too. I might just watch Jody Foster and the accused instead. <laughs> uh, Friday night first game, we've got Cowboys, <laughs> Sharks, Brett. Uh, Sharks. Ooh, it's a bit of a toss up this one, I think, Dave. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm picking sharks. They, I reckon they're coming off pretty hot off that that penny win. I reckon they'll get up. They'll do the job. I see. Well, cowboys. Cowboys. It is at, uh It is up north. Um, God. Sharks are sharks are outsiders. Hey, don't about don't about Brad. He's not going to fucking watch, mate. He's going to watch the podcast. I, I think I'm I was going to tell my Matt Scott story, but I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to go sharks as well. I think they, they did show a little bit of form last week. Um, the second game, uh, Penrith pretty much back to full strength. Penrith versus the Roosters. Yep. Roosters uh, are paying yeah. four dollars. Yeah, it's That's probably crazy. fair. Crazy. Penrith back to full strength. Yeah, yeah they still got a lot of air. Penrith got the boy band back, mate. They, they they'll do them well, I reckon. Uh, so everyone's going. Everyone Penrith that one. Yeah, free spins. Uh, first game Saturday, three o'clock. Knights Warriors. Brett, go Knights. Ponga to have a blinder. Mm. Uh, Dave, fuck. I might go to that game. Actually, it's here. Yeah, I'm gonna go Knights. Fuck it. Ponga's back. Uh, Soxy. Yeah, Knights have returned to fuck my tips again last week. So, um, I'm gonna go Warriors. Uh, I'm actually going to go Warriors as well in a little bit. I think feel like the Knights will probably be trying to have a good game at home, but Pong is back in, but I'm just not really convinced about the Knights this year. Um, second game, Dragons versus Raiders at Wynn Stadium, Brett. Uh, oh, you got to go Raiders after the last week's performances. You mm. can't. I mean, you can't look against the us. Raiders, but no, I'm more looking at the Dragons. Those are the dogs. Yeah, true. Uh, yeah. That was yeah. that was bad. Uh, yeah, no, it could be tough to watch. You can't tip dragons after that. Dave's grace. Yeah, dragons were complete pull on the weekend. Um, I think Raiders will get up pretty easy, thirteen plus in that one. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'll go to the Raiders as well. I'm going to Raiders as well, sort of based off last week. I just don't. I think. I don't think my... the Dragons have the, the talent in their team to turn it around in one week. What I think will happen is fast start from the Raiders and they will fade again, but still hang on. Oh, to win. On, yeah. Uh, last game on Saturday, we've got Storms versus Tigers, but it's at Sunshine Coast Stadium, Brett. Uh, we'll see Ken Mamalo straight into the Tigers team. He is too, yeah, yeah. Is he, is, he on the, is he on the sting straight up? Yeah, yeah straight away. So yeah. he'll be, and Roberts is into the centres, so they've, um, where's Dewey? Oh, my man, Dewey. He must be out. He's out. Him and Walters are oh, out. Oh, that changes my tip. Storm then. by 100. Uh, yeah. One thing I did notice about this, is a little bit off, but uh, BJ Lalua is in reserve grade playing second row. <laughs> he, he, he came out saying that he, it's time for him to move into the, the, the forwards. Um, yeah, he said he can't keep off the freaking fast food. He's fast yeah, food. so, but yeah, that storm, 30 plus. Storms. Yeah, storms, storms. mate. Fucking yeah. Tigers made nine bucks. There's no one else. Rightfully so. Uh, first game on Sunday, we got Para versus the Wolves. That's probably one sided. Para. Para. Yeah. Um, so long, Fergo. He's back in the squad now. He's behind a boat <laughs> called Sean Russell. Emma. Is yeah. he off contract at the end of this year? Yes. There you go. I wonder. Yeah. They reckon. They I'm reckon, surprised. Um, I don't think he'd be a bad pick up for someone. They, they reckon he's played his last game for the Eels. Wouldn't shock me to see him back at the Roosters. They, 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 they need some wingers. Oh, yeah, that's uh, true. Actually, yeah. And they've got a history of picking up older cheapies. So. That's a fair call. I think that's the yeah. thing. I think he's a good enough player to get him at unders. So I'd probably do that. Uh, so obviously everyone's on heels for that one. Uh, the last game for the round, we've got Titans versus Manly. Yeah, And that Manly. is Seahawks on the Gold Coast. Is Tommy playing? Yeah. Yeah. Manly by a lot. Manly, uh, They, they put on 50 points without him, didn't they? I was just about to say, um, but they were getting done, I'm pretty sure. They were getting done. Yeah. Really. Yeah, well, and, what, um, Cowboys scored in the first two minutes or something. Yeah, they started yeah, very yeah. slow, yeah. But they're pretty much full strength. Grimson's um, at 21. Uh, he might come yeah, in. Yeah, I've been super impressed with that Jaden Campbell at number one. Like, he's, I think he's like six foot and only about 80 kilos. Yeah, like, yeah he's, he's just a small frame. But he has that... Um, the way that he runs, sort of like, I hate, I hate it when other people do this, but sort of when they make those comparisons. But he's obviously not GI, and he's not not even built like him. But he has that sort of run where he doesn't necessarily step. He sort of, it's more of a he can change direction without stepping very quickly, very easily. Yeah, mm. it just the way he moves through um, through defensive line. He just—I watched a highlight package of him when he was playing Q-Cup. and Jesus, like insane balance. And uh, I think once he puts probably ten, fifteen kilos on, he's going to be—if he can sort of—I'd hate to see him be one of those fringe players where he's always behind a fullback. Like if he—if AJ sort of stays long term with the Gold Coast, I'd like to see him move probably somewhere else that are struggling for fullbacks. But I think he could really. Um, you can really make a run and have a good career. Um, but so everyone's on Manly yep. for that yep. one. 
I think that'll probably, I think that'll probably end up being a bit of a blowout, to be honest. Titans were too bad last week, but... Like, too little, too late, mate. They, they fucking leave yeah, 30, 30 yeah. points, man. That's a lot. Yeah. And, like, the Roosters, I just I couldn't believe that they allowed them to even get back into the game. That was unbelievable. But, uh, yeah, I think I think Manly would just be on them from the get-go. And mm. it'll pretty much be over pretty early. All right, boys. 10 apps down. That's crazy. you double figures already. Um, well, I am. The rest of you fellas, but... <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the only one that's been consistent for the whole lot. Uh, the Origin Science will be named next week. Wait, uh, did you guys know it was a Sunday game? The next yeah, Origin so, was a Sunday, yeah. yeah. They go on so, Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday. So, yeah, so teams we'll... will be named Monday, then next Sunday's the game. Is that correct? I know. No, it the they always have at least a full week and then around four. So... If it's the Sunday, the twenty seventh, it's not a split. It's not a. It's not a bye week, is it? Oh, it's actually yeah. next weekend, not this week and the following. That's yeah. So teams will be. Yeah, I think Monday, they're, they're going to camp. No, they yeah. get to play the, on Sunday. They they give everyone a bye, don't they? Um, I reckon they'll be announced after the last game. Yeah, it'll, it, it's announced after the last game. Yeah, it is. On so the seven, Except for yeah. Queensland, they'll name theirs in alphabetical order on the Monday. That drives me nuts. Yeah. That really is. What's yeah, so, the point of doing alphabetical order if then they have to put a bloke in the number 19 jersey? If you didn't give him a number at the no start sense. of the week, give him the number one. Anyway. Makes no sense. Fuck but, it, um, yeah. Uh, so we might have to do... Oh, no, we'll have to do an early one next week because uh, the game's on Sunday. It'll be, yeah, it will be right. That's Perfect. Not, All right. Is it, hang on. What the fuck? Yeah, so <laughs> teams should be like, going to camp on Monday and then the game's played on Sunday. Yeah, twenty seven. That's on. So yeah. we've got two two weeks. Yeah. No. No. So after this Sunday, the teams will be yeah. announced. Yeah. So and that'll that'll give you a week. Yeah. Next Monday they go to camp, and then it'll be the game on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. So next week's pod will be pretty much based around the teams being named. Yeah, yeah. pretty much, and, and and reviewing the round. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. What's so, that? What's the yeah, top three right. positions next week? Is it back row? Uh, well, no, we're going for another origin team next week. And then we'll go back row the week after. What was that first origin team? I can't even remember. Uh, series, but it's kind of, okay. it sort of veered off into games rather than series. Moments so I think maybe next week we'll do, uh, we'll do top three moments. Of well, I think that's yeah. what you and Brad did, wasn't it, Brett? You did your mo- did moments, didn't you? Me? I don't think I was nah, looking for that one. No, they were they were originally. Oh no, it was uh, Johnny Lister. Yeah, yeah. my top three been players series, each week. Sort of, yeah, everyone sort of like veered into one game specifically, but we'll go into uh, top three moments next week. All right, perfect. All right, boys, been a pleasure. Oh. Until next time. <laughs>